Welcome to spiritguys.co.uk network radio. Tonight's guest is multi-dimensional channeler Susan DeVere, who hosting various workshops on the awakening. Basically, the event is all about the truth of man's history and the future through the teachings of Master Teacher Red Cloud. Questions that they will be discussing are why are we here? Why are you born to die? Why are you born of sin? What of our world in the future? Do we really live after death? ETs, are they already here? The New World Order, 11-11, Ascension, Awakening, all these fascinating subjects. And tonight we'll be discussing many of these and more with Susan live on our podcast show. My guest this evening is Susan DeVere. Good that, evening. Good That's evening. Right. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Um, I mean, I just want to get a bit of background, actually, what you do. So uh, I understand you're a medium sort of channeler um, and you're channeling a guide called the Red Cloud that was originally coming through for a medium called Estelle Roberts um, in the 19th or in the 1900s. Is that correct? Um, that is so. Um, yeah, I'm actually not a medium. Okay. But- this present time, I'm a multi-dimensional channel, um, which is something I'll tell you about because it's quite new to the general public, especially those that are working in this field on on the earth at this time. Um, the beginning of the story really is that in 1914, um, Spirit sent in their first big major guide, which was Red Cloud, and before that, the Fox sisters had set up um, channeling mediumship through young mediums back in the late 1800s, which with the Victorians had taken upon themselves and they were all sitting around the table um, doing their seances as we, know it, as we know it today. And so they got hooked on wanting to talk to the dead. So in 1914, when Spirit saw the First World War approaching, um, they sent in Red Cloud being one of the very first um, huge guides so that the whole of the spiritualist movement could be born, and that's literally what he did. Him and Estelle Roberts um, developed the whole thing in the early 1900s, and if we were alive today, we'd be literally at the Royal Albert Hall, um, seeing Red Cloud and Estelle, and in the hall, it used to get packed out night after night, and the Evening Standard and the pictorial, that then became the people and then became the news of the world at that time, um, later on, um, would write article after article every single night about what he said, um, who the dignities were there. um, And in the room, the kings and the queens from around the world used to travel to see Red Cloud, to hear Estelle channel um, all this information the King of Greece, um, which is quite amazing, um, wouldn't do anything at all unless he literally spoke to Red Cloud about his own country. I think they could have done with him a bit now, uh, to tell you the truth. Um, but hey-ho. And in the front seats, there was Houdini, there was um, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, um, as you know, wrote Sherlock Holmes, and um, a massive, big, huge uh, people from... How they got here is obviously by ship because there wasn't any aircraft in those days. So um, the whole of the spiritualist movement started to manoeuvre itself. And in those early days, Red Cloud channeled all this massive information about what we were here for, where we were going, what the whole stage of life was about, um, how mediumship was developed, and he obviously used to teach. And But 
back in those days, most of the mediums were physical mediums. And so that side of things started to die out over the course of the last, which nearly is 100 years now. And obviously, you know that there is only some very small groups that still keep this physical mediumship alive. And it all turned and went into to mental mediumship. So what had changed for us as a species, we obviously started to evolve and we were using other parts of us that we didn't know existed and Red Cloud in those early days had to speak to the world as he could see it because Estelle didn't travel very far. She she did go abroad only into what we know to be as Europe but um, it was mostly based on Christian beliefs and the Christian dogma, what we were all brought up to to believe in as a Christ and a God and a, a headpiece. So everything that the whole spiritualist movement was governed by, and, and you can probably still see it today, is due to the Christianity side of us. And um, that's how they laid this foundation, which was fine because back in them days we all used to go to church and we were all sort of brought up in a slightly different manner to what we have got and our belief pattern is today. So that worked for them then. It worked for them in wondrous ways where they felt that they were getting something from spirit um, with this massive belief pattern. And what has taken and has changed now, obviously because we have evolved, because we have science, because we have history, um, the spiritual world hasn't gathered up enough speed to catch up with it. And so it, was, it has been lacking desperately behind. And even though they only had the wireless, um, it wasn't called the radio then, it was called the wireless, um, there was very little to go on. They, obviously, most of people living in England um, never left the country, really. It, this was their homeland, and this is where they stayed, unless they went off to war somewhere. So they were simple folk. Spirit have always been simple, the teachings from spirit have always been pure and simple. And so on that level with spirit working through and with mankind, um, they have never changed anything. So when him and Estelle walked and talked um, for years and years, literally what had happened, um, I obviously was born. I was born in the early 50s, and I don't want to give me age away. <laughs> but hey-ho, okay. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm getting on a bit, let's just say. And... Um, what happened when I was about five, Red Cloud literally turned up in my bedroom and I was born into a good, strong Irish Catholic family and this wasn't the thing to be having. And so um, as I grew up, I used to know things. I hadn't got a clue how I knew things. I used to have a dream and there'd be um, someone the next day. Um, I'd see them from who was in the dream um, still didn't know anything of any which way how anything worked because being this good little Catholic girl and crossing myself a million times a day and I was sent to a convent school and when I was about nine or ten um, my mum and my nan took me to the priest because they knew I used to say things and things then used to occur and the priest said to my mum that if she uses this in the church um, when she's older, that's fine, that's from God, but if she uses it outside the church, then that was from the devil, which still didn't mean anything to me at that age, you know, that was all gobbledygook. 
And um, so later on, literally, it wasn't until I was coming into being just 17 the night my dad died and the whole thing literally shut off and amazing things happened. The front door opened, the chair pulled out, terrific smell of his tobacco. And it was from that moment, literally, my life turned around because it was like the heavens opened up and in they came. And then Red Cloud... Um, from right up to this very moment in time has taught me everything I've known or we know should I say now and um, the story was that in my early days um, he would throw me into things to get me the knowledge of learning to be around the general public so what my past has consisted in um, I was a very young um, medium toddling behind the very late, world-famous Doris Stokes, and then Doris Collins, who was a completely different um, lady to Doris Stokes, but hey-ho. And then that was um, in the, the 70s, 80s, and then when Doris died, I decided to do my own thing, and luckily I was able to do and serve... Um, hopefully mankind in a way. So all through the 80s and the 90s, um, I toured here, I toured in Europe. I had TV shows, um, me and a few others, such as like Yuri Geller and that. But this has been something that I've always been used way ahead of the game. And so everything I was doing, I've always felt that I was laying down a pathway. So right up until 2004, literally, I did things out there as touring up and down, trying to get man to see the, the real true spiritual meaning of us in, in lots of ways. And then the, one of the later tours, Red Cloud um, tried to interact a lot more than he'd ever done. But it was about 20 years ago that um, literally my head blew off. It, it right. was literally that because um, my world as a medium was thrown into massive changes where mm. worlds that I'd never knew existed and I literally stepped from one side of information into sort of oblivion because I didn't know what was sitting yeah. out there. Is that multidimensionality um, part of it, is it? In, in, exactly, in exactly that, yeah. Um but what had happened on a simple wording, it was something that I would... Well, I, I don't teach. Red Cloud teaches. It always has taught, um, and he teaches through me. But what had taken effect, he literally um, thrown me into something that I didn't even know existed, however daft this may sound, which was literally the UFO side of things. And um, it was literally in the late 80s that someone asked a question that they'd read something somewhere and um you know as you do you sit around thinking as you do you think you know it all and um of course hey ho there was all this other stuff sitting waiting and what occurred my whole world fell apart because i began to see that there wasn't just this fame of spirit or spirituality within the whole of the human race. And so over the course of what was and still is, is it's over 20 years now, virtually, um, 
they have turned me into this multidimensional being where I travel to places that um, I'm a bit like that drink, you know, I can get into places that others <laughs> can't. And so many years ago, um, I was, in my ignorance of it all, I used to have, um, this was the very early days when the internet came out, very early days, um, when no one knew how to work anything or what, whatever. Um, I used to have websites with really heavy stuff on it. Let's just say I was way ahead of the time. And if I went to try and say anything anywhere, I'd get thrown out. <laughs> and um, right. because this was all new, you see, no mm. one was speaking about anything on any massive scale because they were just sort of still trying to get their heads around that there could be somebody who was alive after death, let alone something else out there. And so me walking and talking, as I've always done with lots of things, um, literally this other world opened up. And what did happen? Um, I was approached by government agencies to um, work with them. Um, I, I worked at the beginning of the 90s. I, I, I did the Frederick West case, which... Um, I know you all will have heard of it. Is there more than is there more than meets the eye with that case? I mean, is there other hidden things behind that? Um, the hidden things behind it. Well, what I mean um, is, it just seemed. Um, they, they, I watched a documentary recently about the case, and there just seemed to be almost like a bit of a ritual thing about it that didn't they didn't seem to delve into, almost like. A, well, the the whole thing. The whole thing attached to it was that Frederick West, um, he started hearing voices as a 17-year-old, and he was very much into the spiritual, listening to the Satanism sort of side of things, that sort of power, as it sometimes grips people. So they, as a couple, had set themselves up literally as that. But he was um, instigated, it was, it was his wife, that Rosemary, that, that was the main you know, person here that was pushing him down the road. I was used, because how I've always been used, for whatever reason this is within me, dead souls find me first before the information has to come out. So the girls had come to me first. And so literally on that, as I was walking and talking for quite a few weeks before you would have heard of, of it anyway, um, the information was pouring in, and so what had taken effect, because I already had got links through government stuff, this is how it went in, because I'm sure you're aware, in, especially in this country, they don't like to work too much with psychics or even own up to it, but they, they do, and they, they are starting to... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, so what, what was happening, um, I gave them the information, and they followed it all up, and then... Um, I told them that he wouldn't um, make trial. The spirit said that they would take him, which I think was best for him as well as everyone else. And um, I knew she would go to prison. And um, I think to say, you know, hopefully she, she rots in prison because from the information that had come out, one of the girls was buried alive. And, really? Um, mm. Yeah, she was, he, they thought she was dead, but she wasn't. And um, in this, it was like um, something else. Let's just say something else. One of the girls was pregnant, 
That's and, right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and the child had gone across. Um, I think Rose cut the baby out, apparently, didn't she? Well, the baby had gone across right. spiritually. Do you, do you understand yeah. what I'm saying here? Yeah. And, of course, um, when you get such a traumatic ending in anything in life, if you fall out, if a, a plane blows up or something, you know, a big ending, um, what happens to us as as people we all stick together. You don't split up. So if you, you get something huge like that, the energy that um, we are searches for the same form of energy, which we do naturally in life anyway. We, you know, we are creative beings and we fall into what we, our desires are, you know, positive thinking, however you want to put it, yeah? So when, in the same manner, when, when you die in such a big way, you will stick together because that's all you will know at an end result. And so the girls were all stuck together, and um, there was one boy in it, but I felt there was more than what actually they have found, that they wouldn't have it. But nevertheless, that was neither here nor there, and I still felt that some of them hadn't been found. But, um, and, we're, and today, obviously, I'm still missing. But the state of affairs where and what, he was about he was just led a merry dance by his wife and that is the truth of yeah. it he seemed quite uh, a simple man though didn't he was yeah, he didn't have I learning think, difficulties um i i think he was gullible i think that's mm. the word to say and i think he was easily led yeah that yeah and i think to say was he simple i think um we all know right from wrong and I think she had tremendous power and I think if you want to say there was an evil about it definitely with her Right. Definitely with okay. her. He might have done an act, but I think he was following an order. So, you know, yeah. in the same way where a soldier goes off to war, isn't it? That's they right. follow an act. So, yeah. you know, that's how I've had to look at it. I've seen him once since he's gone through, which was about six months after he had died. Stood at a distance from me, never said a word, but that's fine by me. <laughs> um, and I'm, I believe what spirit has said i think she dies of a cancer right um, okay so, what so you, that is that <laughs> so basically your work now then i mean what's your main job now if you know what i mean because so reading your website and the event that you've got coming up called the awakening is there like an importance to the message that you're trying to get out there because what what i'm seeing at the moment is there's an awful lot of um channeled material and it could it seems like some of it is truth and others may not be so like there's you know a lot of people sort of maybe be led up the garden path so to speak with certain things and that seems to be the messages come across in your what you're putting out there and also with other people that i've interviewed as well like especially around kind of ascension and things like that i mean what what is the truth around what is really happening Um, with with the awakening and consciousness and things like that well i've been preparing for this for years, so many years, it's driven me mental in a sense because I've wanted, I've been ready to go out, to take Red Cloud out, to talk to the world just as he did a hundred years ago. Um, the reason behind it is that we've been led to believe certain offence and where my job and what I am today, because I work with American military, um, I've been and have had to have the, the, the go-ahead from that side to be able to say what I am allowed to say, um, I can honestly say, full, openly and heartfully, that there are such beings as greys that live within the earth. That, um, and they're quite. And the reason why I can only say this is because 
um, I have been given the opportunity as their voice piece along with Spirit because they have worked me to such a high level where they now are wanting to talk to the world because we are coming to a point of evolution where they themselves want to come outside onto the earth and be a part of us as a race of beings. So they're primarily um, so, good then, are they, the greys? Um, well, there are sections of them. It's a bit like um, they all belong to sort of a same race. There's the same sort of agenda that runs through, which is mostly a controlling agenda. Mm. But they're like fans of them that have started to see um, the reasoning and rhyming of us as a species because the greys, there's two Two, of, two types of them. Um, you've got the smaller ones and then you've got the tall ones. Um, I only deal with the tall ones, and I know it sounds daft, but they do keep themselves apart because one is more in order than the other. And so I, and when I say I work along with them, I literally work along with them in a physical way, not right. in a channeling way, okay? Yeah. Um, so upon this, um, they have started to want to place the truth of their history, the truth of our history, um, and along with spirit. And for many years, and this goes way back when I was a young medium, a lot of the mediums, the old girls in those days, used to lay down things that I didn't quite understand because way back then when it began, it was still very much an underground movement Lots of things were done behind closed doors, and it was still this secret sort of society sort of thing. And so lots of things were hidden or taken away. But amongst all of it, there was an underlying thread which they would go back to the beginning. And again, um, you had to be, which you'll probably still know and see, that if you're sitting in the right chair in the right room and your face fits, they'll invite you in. And it was like that, um, very much so. So if you were an important person in life um, or you had something to say or give, then you would be invited into a certain place and all this massive information would, would come in, which now, all these years later for me, I've learned that um, they were huge big wigs. They were attached to the Masons. They were attached mm. to... White Brotherhood, they were attached to you know the Knights Templar, all this sort of this thing was mm. all going through it as well. So, where we are present today, because all that sort of side was quite new to me, Red Cloud has had to bring me up to speed on lots of things. And I could never understand because at one point it was one side of a piece of paper or a coin, and so he would talk and talk. Um, but I didn't understand where this could all lead to, I, I just couldn't understand how anyone would want to understand this because this was still in the 80s and, and the early 90s. Um, and then what happened, he sort of joined me up with um, somebody who I'm sure you've heard of, is David Icke. Oh, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And um, me and David had a few times together, but that's another story. Um, and, and, of course, over the course of years, I've given him a little bit of information here and there, but as we sit, um, he's one side of a coin and I've become the other. And now I have a full picture, which is now where what I had needed to be the cherry on the case was to actually get 
and, and ET, if you want to call it, um, to actually come forward to divulge all this stuff to be the right time, which all sits into where we actually are, um, all the falseness that has been placed out there to do with like the 11th of the 11th, the Ascension, the 2012 stuff. Um, as far as I know it, they talk about it and they call it the Arisen. Now, the ones that will rise are in full consciousness now. Um, if you don't know you're not in it, then that's it. It's done and dusted. Um, the, the level of energy has literally peaked and it's coming back down now. And we are sort of over the other side. And the 2012 thing is all about a capped piece of time. Um, it's where we're coming to an end of time. Um, TikTok time I'm talking about, right. where it like sets itself off again onto a new beginning, a new gender, a new part of man's history, uh, and another development of the soul. How the species, those that will have arisen, and they do know that it's only a very small handful. Um, it is not for the whole of the human race. It was never intended to be. And even though we speak of what the psychic world is out there, that you see there is no such thing as psychic energy whatsoever. So what has taken effect, uh, the natural phenomena that is in every human living being, this consciousness has just arisen. And of course, um, if you go back 100 years, you won't find the word psychic anywhere because it never existed, literally. And so what they've done, the ETs, they've manipulated the human race because they have needed to build the energy up to such a standard so that they could allow, along with spirit and us as a species, to have so many of us um, in soul consciousness arise to complete a journey so that we get complete consciousness fully um, of the next um, shift of evolution for us. It's not for us all. How many, um, it can be from five to 500 to 5 million, but I really don't think it's that amount. Does that mean um, the, the, peop, the, the amount of people for the next chapter, like after 2012, do you mean, or well, people that actually truly ascend? The ones that, the con I think what most of the spiritual worlds have imagined to have happen, by the sounds of it, is that they all go to sleep one night, wake up, and hey-ho, they're in happy land. And that isn't the case at all. Mm. Um, the world as we know it will not change. The only thing that will change is that your money gets shorter in your pocket. Um, the, the, the planet itself is going through a shift. It is going through a shift of consciousness itself because it is a living energy form. And so as, like, Mother Earth gives birth, she's going to throw out her pain, which will cause volcanic eruptions and all that sort of thing across the planet. They do know that um, this global warming is a natural phenomenon as well. It's something which the planet itself is doing. It's got nothing to do with dear old man, even though we are led to believe it definitely is us and it isn't. Um, and they are also talking that, um, you see, because they work so very hard, far ahead, my, my agenda with them, when I was first sort of employed, in a sense, to them, 
Um, I was given the task of um, finding double agents. That was one of the things, um, which I'm pretty good at, they tell me. (laughs) (laughs) And another thing is that of the prophecies, because the one thing that may shock anyone listening to that is that there is an awful lot of ETs that do not possess soul. They do not have it. They have conscious living minds, and that is how they work. And what I mean by that, where we are as a species, we have a a mind which man doesn't control in any which way. We think far too much. Um, But the soul itself and the mind, they are separate. They're not at one. And this is how we can't find our divinity quick enough, in a sense. So where you've got um, a split from the ETs, because they don't have this um, consciousness, from soul, which gives them a different form of energy, they are seeking what we have got and we can obtain, which is everlasting life. Is that for, for, them, D- is that for experiments, for using DNA and things like that? That is something that has attached in there. They have been looking to figure out if we use the brain in a certain way, but they know it's an outside energy. So they've gone through parts of the human anatomy to try and figure it out, which they haven't got a clue. Um, They are desperate to know how it works. They have taken quite a few to make it work from the human species. Um, And they don't mind talking and saying what they have done. But where they are at and have been for a while, they have stopped taking um, man, in a sense, and taking bits and pieces, as we would know it, from man to find out how, because we are going through this conscious shift, and this conscious shift brings about a level, an equalness in the conscious mind to where they are also. And because of that, there is a law that is in the universe where they can't touch us. So as we were controlled from the beginning um, we are the children of the Nephilim. Right. And the Nephilim left the earth a while ago. They sit out there in the universe waiting to come back here. And the greys know this. And they also know that the Nephilim are more powerful than the greys. And so, believe this or not, the greys are wanting us as the human race now. It's as though the tables are starting to turn. They're wanting us on their side So this is why they're wanting to come out from the earth. Um, They are, and what I've heard is that Obama will start to say say something to the world um, that they are here. Um, They've been here. They came across our world, the greys, because their own planet was burning up. And um, they came across here in the Ice Age. They did land. Um, They did go into the Earth, which we would class as the North Pole now, Um, and then they left because it wasn't habitable for them. So what happened in time gone by, they have been here now for 500 years and living amongst others also that had gone within the Earth. They are now at um, a race of beings where they have crossbred it is true that they have crossbred. Um, there is a few living above, but most of them are still inside. Um, and there are just under a million of them 
And in Lincoln's day, Lincoln was the first president um, to be given the right to control the outside of the planet. And it was up until that point, um, man was governed by literally what was in. So from that very point of existence, that's when the controlling of the outside of the human race really started for man. The ETs really aren't too bothered about who controls what because that isn't really their agenda. Their agenda has always been staying alive. But amongst them, because they don't have any emotions, um, they've watched, and they are very good watchers, and you would, you'd be amazed what they watch. Um, I know that they visit many places, you know, psychic teams and what, to see this, that, and the other. And they do take the information back on board because they are trying to figure out how they can produce what we have, again, is which we have for soul, which has been our birthright, um, which was formed within this heavenly sphere of the universe that's yeah. out there. Okay. So where we are with them, they are wanting man to walk and talk. They have started placing our um, craft just so that it's like a bit of a warm-up. Um, so there's going to be a few more sightings. Yeah. They're not into taking people, as I said. Um, that's something from the past. They've done what they've done as far as they can take it. They know that. And so now it's as though they're looking to get us on their side because they're trying to prevent what is, they feel is going to happen, which literally is um, <clears throat> another species coming in. So is this what you're talking about, the Nephilim coming in? They are talking about the Nephilim coming right. in. And they Have are... They, with, would they be hostile to humans, or would they just would they feel like they can control us because they they claim that we are theirs? If you well, like. the Greys will the Greys are stating that if the Nephilim do turn up, which they do feel they will, um, they will control the Greys, and then I'm told. So where does that leave us? And the Greys are relatively quite powerful. They have given man a, an awful lot of technology. Um, not all of it, but quite a huge amount. There are those that come and go from the Nephilim. When a species comes here, whenever it leaves, it leaves some of their own kind behind. So there is a mixture that sort of lays there. There are the Nephilim there. Um, and another term for the Nephilim has been the Anunnaki, but we work it in a way that we are the children of the Nephilim. So Red Cloud likes to keep it simple, stupid, so most folk understand because it all goes off in all different angles. And mm. then you get the Elohim, and the Elohim were the ones that actually started the human race off as we know it. Um, and then there's another term for them which are, are called the Philon. So it all integrates itself. It's like me saying I'm a Christian, but I'm a spiritualist. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it all goes off in different sections of... Have you come across the work of Chris Thomas at all? Are you aware of Chris Thomas as well? Um, no, I'm not actually, no. Because he... No, he I, I'm, sorry, I am a sort of a person that keeps... Yeah. I, I've had to keep myself apart from some of the things that... Now, the only reason um, why I say that is because he, he also channels... Well, he, he basically tunes into the Akashic Records and he talks about the Anunnaki race 
being part of the Velon. So it's, right. it's, 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 I just um, think that's yeah, it. Yeah, I would say that is correct because yeah. they're all a, they're all um, they're all one they're all one sort of thing but split up. So it's like if I'm saying I'm a Christian and mm. you know here, there, and everywhere, it's the same sort of thing. They do. Yeah. I think that the good old term is a good old reptilian race, you know. And there are many facets of these reptilian yeah. races, and one's got more power over the other, and that, that's where it seems they are. Yeah. Is who controls what? That's, that's just an excellent correlation, though, between two independent sources. So that's just that's good to have. I mean, the thing is, humans seem to do a very good job at controlling other humans, like this whole kind of hierarchical, top-down system. And it just seems to be getting worse. So people look at governments like Obama and our government and these kind of secret societies, and it just seems that although we're heading for a new chapter after 2012... It's, it, it seems like we are really heading towards more sort of tyranny and more control at the same time. So it's a bit of a paradox. I'm not quite sure where we're heading. Um, right, where we're heading, let's say this. Um, <laughs> I will, because I'm used for massive prophecy, because yeah. there's something else. They, they can't step in time. Mm. They want to control time, and that is all of them. This is one of the biggest things they are into now. Um, which is massive because they know if they can get into controlling time, obviously they can control not only this world but what lays out there, and this is what they're all racing for. The biggest thing that they are after um, is something which uh, might make a few people laugh because you would have heard of this, of Indiana Jones and whatever, is actually the Ark of Covenant. Oh, right. And in, hmm. and in the Ark of Covenant, that's where it lays. It's um, a weapon, isn't where, it? it? It controls time. Right. It, it is literally, the, the, in the sense, the Godhead it, it is, it, it is almighty power, um, and it is literally from the divinity of the I Am. It's major source stuff. So hmm. everything would be attached to it in there, and that is what they are seeking. They know it lies Earth-side. The Ethiopia. But is that where it could um, be? I've been told somewhere else. Right. I say <laughs> it's right. okay. Yeah. And it hasn't been too far from actually where they originated from. <laughs> right. And I believe it to be in the Himalayas. Right, okay. All right. Um, but spirits say it will never be opened until the time is right. There are nine people, and I say people, and I don't know who these are, whether they are in spirit, whether they are ETs, whether they are human beings, but there are nine that have the key to open it, and they all have to come together at the right time, which they say will happen, but I haven't got any idea of time of this. Yeah. This is what they are searching for. So this human searching for this, is it? This is what, this, this, due to this, because what happened way back in time, um, it was found, and it was broken and this is where we get major sin this is why man is born of sin this is how the hoop whatever you want to call it as energy that we are what we carry it was laid upon us because um it was the seal wasn't broken and it wasn't open but there was something a part of it with this massive energy that was broken in a sense and because of it um because it was hidden um, and has been removed and put somewhere else, literally, this is one of the reasons why man now is born to die. That is 
goes way back from so far back. Um, it's literally that's what we're governed by. And this is why where we're at at this moment, man has been born to die. That's the sacrifice we all made. We knew we were coming to die to bring about a handful of souls that would have everlasting life, that would never have to go through death. So that has been the whole of the existence of man up to this very point. And I know there is a stream that runs under it where we're still going to be born to die because if it's not you, it will be for whomever. But it is to take this handful of souls into what they call a master race. And this master race then joins the universe and what's out in there because the human species at the moment just doesn't even attach in any thought way whatsoever. It is controlling of the mind. It is a being of one connecting to mind and soul and taking your allegiance with not just races of being but the masters that have come and gone and leaving what is behind you and it's like literally you will go through a death you will leave behind because this world won't matter to you at all it will be that um and you will live in a different manner but i think most people have imagined it to be um something where they would still be alive and kicking and be with their families who had never had the opportunity to arrive in whatever manner so i think there's been a load of lunacy put about with it um, it's an important fact, and that the ETs that are here have known this has got to happen because they have wanted to see um, in the species death leave us, this sin leave us. So what we are now going to be about in our new world after this 2012, even, you know, not this, this lot that will have arisen, that sin will become less for us as individuals and that after a period of darkness, which we're going to go through... Well, um, when you say literally, say, is that literally or figuratively? Yeah, li no, li well, literally in a way that is, there's despair coming because there's a third world war coming, um, and I don't think there's anything worse than that. Um, literally, we will shoot ourselves in our foot with our belief pattern. There's going to be a lot of spiritual fallout where they're all going to give up because this hasn't happened, and it's already started, you know? This 11th of this and 11th thing hasn't happened. Nobody's got a pair of wings and hey-ho, here I come. It's not going to be like this. Um, they've misread it. They've not understood it. And either the, the channels have been manipulated because the ETs are very good with their mind control. Um, and they can put themselves into a frame any which way. And the only thing I would say is, is literally to stay away from things that they call the Christ light. Um, they're very good at doing that. Something to do with Moses. Um, they're, they're very much into this Ark of Covenant, and what they're trying to do is to bring it into the circles and to get spirit to divulge how and where it is. Um, that is something they're trying to find at this very yeah. point. And the rest of it, really, for my own kind who work on this, spiritual plateaus is that you know one of these reasons for doing this awakening is that i want to keep my own kind safe because i see them falling over the cliff as lemons because i know what is for real and what isn't and i shamefully say that you know i'm watching this happening and i feel so helpless not being able to say for goodness sake wake up 
very have always kept it simple and they are led to believe that you know it's so sort of something or hard that you've got to sit in circle or you've got to meditate you know spirit don't take any roles in any form of way of life here they are for all of us so from a little boy that's on the the scrap heap in Brazil trying to stay alive somewhere to someone who sits on the throne you know spirit are always there so it's about who you are what you are and what you've come from and it will be to do with your lineage because we are all sins of the father Um, we have inherited our soul from those that have all gone before and so where you are you will know perfectly whether you are in the right place at the right time doing the right job it will either be for you or it will not but I think too many people try so hard on this spiritual pathway it's such a hard thing to do to work at because spirit do everything in their own time Um, it can be very frustrating and there is an eagerness to try to perfect yourself with it and the one thing that we all forget is where you are at any given time you're in the right spot and you forget to be in the moment and it's the moment of these lives that we are living however crazy is the present time that will make us when we become these dead souls and so they need to think on that they've got to stop rushing to something that isn't maybe there and take on board what they actually are about in the here and now um, and perfect their own attunement man is finding it very hard getting up into his higher self that is exactly what has happened out there nobody has explained it to them they've all told them oh you've become psychic what does that mean it means absolutely rubbish nothing because what has changed a frequency has opened and so they sit within the higher self but they don't know how to maneuver it and so it's like having a car and somebody now needs to show you how to drive it so it's quite a simple thing um, and that's one thing they forget how simple spirit are we've walked so far away from spirit and got into so many silly facets of this that and the other and I think spirit are trying to draw the line back now and I know this is one of the things I'm doing with Red Cloud on this awakening mm. to center ourselves again um, we've gone through madness we've gone through a load of charlatans that have been on the telly and goodness knows what and I know what I'm talking about there um, and we, this is not entertainment, you know. The the world as we see it, the government has put a, a, a law out there saying this is for entertainment purposes. This is not at all. You know, you've got massive military um, who work with this. They need this. You've got the Russians that are, have always had it. And now we are told, especially in this country, oh, well, it's for entertainment purposes only. So it needs to come away from this clairvoyancy and just talking to the dead because it needs to be promoted as whole beings that spirit literally have everyone in their hand. It's not just about a few arising, but the whole of the human race has to stand up and be accountable now for their actions because we are turning a massive corner in our history a massive time for us to be here and a fantastic time they say because man has never been there's never been so many of us on the earth 
um, and the energy we are producing um, needs to be favorable energy. We need to see how great the human species is and we need to start attuning ourselves back into this divine state that we're made from. And the strange thing from all the spirit that I work with, they all say this one thing that it's going quiet down there, Susan. Um, it's going quiet because no one prays anymore. Mm. And that's quite a sorrowful state because we've all, even people in this, in this line of work, you're all into meditating um, and you all want to do your hands-on healing and all your psyche work and whatever, but they've forgotten the, the start of what was given to us. And prayer was given to man to sense himself. They know it's all within us. They know that this so-called God or what you believe out there um, may have never come and answered it, but they also know, which we know as people, if you get us all together, we can change an energy and we can have a result. So they know that man is starting to see his own power. And the shameful thing, I'm afraid to say, that I see running right across all of this as soon as anyone walks onto the spiritual path, the first thing they do, they give their own power away to something that they do not know. Um, they trust in something they do not know. And 99.9% .9 of people who I've ever come across believe um, the dead, as well as the ETs, and I'm talking about master ET races that are out there, to actually work on the same frequency as the human mind and that they have still got the same understanding as human man in this present day. They do not. I mean, the greys are as cold as grey, literally. Um, they don't smile. Um, they don't have any reactions. And it's like you can see the species from their side, how they have evolved to such a high frequency with mind control that they are able to walk through matter um, like I would do if I was channeling or meditating or going into something, you know. I'm also a remote viewer and I've been trained to do lots of things and I have a massive ability. But these beings, because they don't have soul, it's something like which we see on, on Star Trek. They have a collective. They think the same. They do the same, and there isn't one of them that will go out of sync. Mm. Um, this is something we don't have yet as a race. We don't see ourselves as one, and um, I just hope yeah. that we will do. Can we I, will can get I, there pretty soon. So I've got a question. Is Why do they... I mean, obviously you've got these different races that want to come in and control us, whatever, but who is... Who is like um, controlling the humans though? Because why is it, that, you know, we go back to sort of Estelle Roberts' time and they seem to be very open about, um, you know, sort of psychic and mediumship and talking to the dead and stuff like that. You know, even like the aristocracy, um, you know, royal royalty uh, politicians all out there in the open watching it at the Albert Hall. And now it just seems to be. We're just being controlled. There's more laws being put into place. You know, we're not allowed to. You know, you're you're a kook if you believe in mediumship or anything like that, or you're a conspiracy theorist and everything. And you know, they're taking people's liberties away. I mean, who is it? Humans doing this, or these like humans that are being manipulated by other forces? I mean, 
Well, that's what I'm trying to get to the bottom of. And then, um, and then how done. can we get to this kind of golden type age thing with all that going on? Well, the, there's a golden age, but it's a long way away. Right. Um, it's not immediately after 2012. You probably won't see anything at all because from what I know, their agenda is. Um, they have used hybrids, which they have got Earthside, which are in government forces without a shadow of a doubt. And that was something, um, especially working along with David Icke, I, I wouldn't have believed until I'd seen it for myself. Um, and so that was another eye-opener. But they have manifested it in such a way that they have been able to produce some of their crossbreds out onto the outside of the earth so that there is this still control in some gender of them. Um, but the outside of the earth is controlled by mostly human man as we will see it because that's how it was meant to be because what they are needing they've got the energy that they've needed the energy has surged in and they've collected it and those as i've said will arise will arise um and the rest of us literally i'm afraid to say are still what we've always been which has been fodder to them and we're still this sort of little slave race and as long as they can keep the control to some degree, because what they are terrified with, especially the greys, there are more of us than there are of them. And they know that they can topple pretty quick if it was to be. But they don't feel it will be. Their fear, great fear, is this nestling turning up. And they also know, as they've given man the control of the outside of the world here, man is now governing to bring himself down, as what the greys have told me, when they arrived, man was already doing it, man was already hurting man, so they just kept it going, and what they did, they just took it inside and, and twisted it, and so they did it in a way, amazingly, where we were unaware it was ever being done, and so now we're like fully in a, well, they are fully in a control seat uh, uh, with a pattern, um, it's nothing to them. It's a question of that they really don't give too much of an agenda to the outside of the world at all. They are more concerned of themselves, again, staying alive because this is why they want to come out to show themselves. As far as human man, white folk, black folk, yellow folk, whomever you are over the earth, um, it looks to me that we will always be controlled to some degree until what will happen, a massive revolution will take effect. But for that to happen, all the ins and outs of everything that we will know has to come together, and that is in a, in a sense of um, a controlled state of our own minds we have to become these spiritual beings. We have to see through this mass of darkness which we have been placed in. And from the beginning, say, 100 years, or the massive time, 150 years, um, since all this spiritual stuff really laid here for us, it's been placed here for this one reason, that it would show us a way forward, but also give us an energy which needed to produce what it's needed to produce because that's one of the reasons it's been used for and not only that one of the shocking things which I've had to see um, and amongst all this 
is spirit's involvement in it because at any given time, spirit have never entered in or stopped anything. Um, they've been a part of it. And this is what threw me into a massive disillusion years ago because I couldn't get my head around things because I myself have had, had massive um, ET stuff happen to me personally and um, I had to go through it, not unconscious, but knowing I was seeing what I was seeing, um, all for the reasons that I'm in now, because I think our world this side, we see there is a spiritual world and then there's an ET world, and the whole thing is governed as one. And my latest thing with it all is that I'm... 100, if you can be 150% sure that the ETs control everything and that includes spirit and this is why when I go out to do the awakening I talk about how there is no such thing as the world of spirit as we've been led to believe because as Red Cloud has walked and walked and walked and told me all this stuff I've been led to believe in so much in all these what 40 odd 50 odd years of, of working with them um that some of it is all untrue and it's been placed for certain reasons. The control is given to man on the outside. Man now is in control of man. It's not the ETs in the earth anymore, as we've been led to believe. It was, but it isn't anymore. And I'm shameful to say that it's our own kind doing it to our own kind. And that's what we've got to deal with. We've got to deal with bringing something to a halt there in a way where we try to wake each other up to that normal everyday stuff that you see on the telly and what's happening outside the front door. That is on a different level because that is going to hit everyone throughout the world, as we know. The penny is dropping, in, in a sense, and we won't be far behind it. Um, I know that there is massive um, connections drawing in this new world order. There is just I think maybe one country left that they probably haven't got, but they'll get it. And then they will dictate everything, how we live, we breathe, what we eat. I mean, I think the Red Cloud stuff, I used to do it in my living room because I was so eager to get out. And he was quite happy with that because it was just for the select hand fuse. Mm. And now um, when he was ready, he said, Susan, we're ready now. And I have been gobsmacked in everything I've ever done. I can honestly tell you, spirit never really gave me a great deal of hand up. And for some very bizarre things have been occurring where doors are flying opening. And in my wildest dreams, I never, ever thought that I would ever work with uh, an ET. And yet alone an ET wanting to work back through the human race because I had no knowledge of something and yet I found them to be completely different to what most people will write about, most people think. And um, I know I'm pretty honoured in being able to go both sides. I'm now the meat in the sandwich because I stand with Red Cloud one side and I have um, this grey... Um, a massive grey. He, he's in charge of an awful lot down there. Um, I know where they all are. He's told me everything about them. Um, and when I said to him, 
can I go out into the world and tell this? His opinion was, Susan, who on earth is going to believe you? Mm. That's what he said. Red Cloud has said to me, Susan, a handful will believe you. That is enough for us. So I've had to go from the very beginning of everything because the very beginning of us and the reason why man is born, born of sin, born to die, um, has been for one thing and it was to produce an energy, to have a master race and then we're still going to be this underlying stream of beings. Um, I don't envision many things happening Earthside. I think that um, it's going to be a bit of a grim time, sorry to say, until we probably wake up a little bit more. And that is the reason why I'm going out there, because what Red Cloud did in 1914, he's still doing today. His mission was on peace. He would have to get the people through what was coming in, and they're doing it again. They haven't changed a thing. I work exactly the same way as Estelle did. Um, in, she did it in trance. I have been a trance medium, but a trance, anyone doing trance is a thing of the past. You know, this is old energy stuff here. Um, me and Red Cloud have a conscious oneness. We, we call it as a oneness. I am him, he is me. And we just, he just talks. And he will answer anything that anyone wants to know. I've not known him not to as yet, but I'm sure... We may get tripped up, hey-ho. Hmm. Um, and he has a love for us as a species to stay alive. We need to stay alive. We need to prosper as much as we can. And the reason for all of this spiritualness we've been doing is one thing, which somehow has eluded you all, is that you do this spiritual pathway, you sit, you meditate, because it's the only way to get you off of this planet when all this deluge of darkness comes in. This is one thing you are about. You are here to master yourself. And in the mastering of this spiritual life, how you teach yourself, how you evolve, whether it's through prayer, meditation, um, you set yourself free. This is our freedom. This is all that we are going to get, which has been planned in that way, this is why for the last 150 years, that's what it's all been about. It's never been about being a medium, um, being a channel out there, mm. doing a show or anything. Because all them years ago, I only wanted to be um, this young medium, you see. Never thought any of this was there. So yeah. that's that's what's all behind it. Okay. So when, when do you think it's all going to happen? Do you think, because some people it's, talk about events sort of speeding up and coming to a crescendo but is that well, they're gonna they're gonna time has speeded up anyway because of our consciousness we speeded it up we are in control of an awful lot of things um as a species itself so if you're talking about major things i would say that those who have arisen are already in it um and i don't see anything else i don't think there is a massive hit on effect I think about 2013, 15, you should either be in the war or it's already starting. Um, to do with the Muslims is, is being, and all that sort of crap that they've laid out there. Um, let me just tell you one thing. Red Cloud has stated um, that um, Bin Laden is not with us, so where the Belize and is he? 
So yeah, so basically still okay. healing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so on that, I would say I know from the, the what happened at the Twin Towers because I did an awful lot of that. I can fully say 100% that that was done by the American people um, to their own kind. And I've spoken to those. They came in 48 hours. I had the ones that were from the Pentagon. And I know those planes were controlled. Um, I know that they were mostly controlled. And again, in a, in a way where I dare say it's disbelief to the human race because we obviously wouldn't think we would do it to our own kind. But this is how they started the massive control. So as we're looking at all this Muslim stuff, um, what we're not seeing is what is going to happen from the Far East. So really you need to keep an eye out what China is doing and Korea. Um, there's also something going to happen in India as well. And remember, these are countries that have got massive nuclear weapons. And so they know they're going in. We are going into something. A spirit are talking about it, so I know it's going to mm. be. Um, there's been a lot of evidence of, of um, ETs or UFOs actually coming in and disarming nuclear devices. So you almost think... Is it? Are they trying to stop a nuclear exchange on the planet anyway? But I mean, is, um, is a war sort of set in stone, or is this something the Red Cloud said that is a potential or it's going to happen? I think it's set in stone because I have dealt with an awful lot of um, guys that have been to Afghanistan and Iraq, um, from England as well as America, and there are sort of two timelines when you do a reading. I'm sure. Big channels will notice that they can't get past this 2012 sort of thing. Mm. It's like it's blocked, and it's blocked because it's at an end of a time shift. That's one thing. Because when you become a multidimensional channel, you can only read to a par, and that's where the time frame ends on one level. When you're doing someone's reading in a one-to-one, you know, sort of sense of the mm. word, you hit a different timeline. So it looks as though their life is journeying out to the 70 years of age, whatever. Um, so I have seen from them, um, the American soldiers, the English soldiers, I've seen them going across to China, to Korea, out that way, um, to do with a massive Third World War to come. And they've only come to speak to me because they've lost a good, you know, good old mate that's gone mm. through in the war, yeah? Um, and this has been happening for my last three, four years. I have seen that. Even though I've known the bigger picture of things, so I do believe, yeah, a third world war is definitely on the cards. Um, I do think it's going to be around China, without a doubt. And I think... Um, it's already been sorted and planned in, in lots of ways. And Obama will come in again. Definitely, that's without a doubt, because they need him to hedge something. Yeah. Because um, if, if he announces ETs or Greys, I mean, that would be quite a paradigm shift, wouldn't it? Um, I think because they are looking for the human race's help. And I think that you'll see that some of them, anyway, are already them. So it's something and nothing, really, to them. Yeah. What about this Occupy thing movement? That seems like a revolution that's kicking off, but it's been stifled in America where they've gone in and actually ripped out all the camps. So you wonder if that's been snuffed out or whether that continues to grow into a revolution. I think there is a revolution coming. Mm. Um, 
however they are armed, whether it's through armament or in a spiritual manner, I think man has got some stupidity where he doesn't see his own power and the one thing that they're not seeing is that we possess soul. And this is an almighty power that we have got governed within us. It's able to bring prosperity to us. Man doesn't know how to use it yet. And so this is something we need to learn to tap in. This is why from the spiritual realms we have been given this in the here and now to get us through. But this will pull us through on massive stuff. You know, you don't have to go and have a protest in the street because they know all this is going to happen. That brings no ripples to them. They'll just send out the military. The military will disarm and hey-ho, it's a waste of time and energy. The power lies within us as a group of beings producing this power as you can build it up together. You know, you sit in the, you sit in the circle, it produces a massive energy. I've, I work with ETs. I work with others in this field and they have almighty power. They know that they can, if they can harness this, they can control everything. That's why they want soul. We've got soul. We don't have to go running around out there with a shotgun or anything. That's not the way really to do it, as I see it, because I'm used for my creativity, what I am, and I am a powerful channel, they use me for that power. Um, that's what they're after. That's the key to it all. Um, as the human race, it's stupid to think that we've got to look elsewhere. It was given to us, and yeah. um, this is what spirit are all about. Okay. Trying to show us the way. Just, just the last point, actually. I was just reading on your website. Talk about um, a star falling. Oh, and then also a craft coming from behind the sun around 2012? Um, are, right. these, are these premonitions, prophecies? Or? Yeah, these are some of the prophecies. Right, okay. <laughs> that I'm allowed to put out. <laughs> um, the star, they are talking of, um, they feel something's going to happen to um, Jupiter, and that will bring a surge and a wave of an energy across the planet. What I'm unsure of is what and how the energy hits the earth as um there is some thinking it's going to be more of a bit of a microwaving sort of thing and others think not so i'm i, I don't really deal too much with what the energies are to come across i just see it coming across that is that um they talk about it spirit as a star falling so that's literally how it will be as far as the craft sitting out there, they say that there's 36 million Nephilim sitting and waiting for this surge to be cleansed so that they can come aboard here. That is literally what has been reported. I do know that um, they are sending in scouts now and again. I think when you see um, a UFA old craft flying out there, however... The one thing you've got to remember is that these are multidimensional beings. They can do some transferring of energy in a different way because they don't have, they've got control of their minds. So they do it in a different way to how I do it because I have to do mine up through the soul and into the conscious mind and out. So on that, they can come through walls. They do not need craft 
to fly out there. They do it, and they're only scouts, and it's because this is man's belief pattern. This is how it's been set up. Um, all this crap about Nibiru and all that sort of shite, really, um, has all been set there. Um, the world needs to wake up to this, because in 1940, Hollywood made a film, a black-and-white old B-movie. Um, literally, it was everything of the story of Nibiru, its people, when they came, how they came, um, and they just used it, really, because right. they know we are so gullible. We are gullible to spirit because we have got no idea how spirit works because people have moved away from actually sitting with spirit. They've gone more into do lally stuff in a sense you know mm. you need to attune yourself to to what you actually are um go right back to source to the beginning of things and so they um are very much aware of how ignorant we are in spiritual matters so they've just abused it really yeah okay quite it's quite a lot to uh sorry digest, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah and yeah. um the, the Awakening, by the mm. way, mm. Well, it, it literally is an evening um, of questions and answers. And you can ask anything you want to ask. I normally do a bit of a talk to sort of give people the gist on things. And then I say, okay, what do you want to ask? And it, it varies, you know. Red Cloud will talk on your spiritual life, not your personal life. Um, but he prefers the big profound stuff because really that's the road we're going. Mm. Um, that's where the answers lie. That's where our wake-up call is. And, you know, uh, there's, there's, there's loads of us who are waking up to massive stuff and we're not being hoodwinked as we once were. And yeah. I'm glad to see it, really. Well, and they the, know yeah. this. They know this. Well, they're quite the... happy with it. They don't mind that. <laughs> but it you is know. frustrating, though, isn't it? Because you know it and you think, well, what can I do about it? Um and, I think it's yeah. a time where we all need to come together. That's mm. what it's about. Instead of being all in these little groups, um, you, you need to bring ourselves together so that we literally have a band of whatever so that we can rely on each other and each other's source of information. That's something. Um, I don't feel that... I will tell you one thing. Those who are, in some respects, threats to them, and there's not a lot of threats, and all this crap about they're going to take you out, they don't bother with this. It's needless to them. Um, what is one person in an effect going to do or say? Um, they have an interest in it, but where they are, when push comes to shove, they'll leave the planet, they'll go. Um, that's what I have been told if push comes to shove. If the Nephilim turn up, that's what the Greys intend to do, actually, without a shadow of a doubt. I know that. Um, and then that will, will it just leave us, dear lot, down here having to deal with something else? Um, <laughs> but hey-ho, the story continues, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but for us here on the top, there is enough of us with sensibility to pull something together now. You know, yeah. um, they have inquiring minds. They've asked me about David Icke, however stupid that is. Mm. I mean, I know David, but um, I don't think David knows a lot, you see. I think David has been used to get a message out, but I think he's at an end of a journey now. Um, I think he's done what was meant to be, and um, I think there's been loads of others, and I think there's lots of young folk are spurting off with lots of wonderful stuff, and I think 
um, us as spiritual beings need to wake up and listen to it. And I'm afraid to say there's an awful lot in the spiritualist movement put their hands on their ears, don't want to see what else is out there because it's been bred into them not to look exactly like what a religion has done yeah. elsewhere, you know. Yeah. And um, I just hmm. need to be there for for some of my own kind now, really. Yeah. And this is why we're doing this, to um, bring a wake-up call, to give you some answers to loads of questions and... Okay. Well, thank you for coming on and giving us I mean, right. uh, nearly, an, nearly an hour and a half of your time oh, right. to speak on this. So that's really, you know, it's really interesting and it does correlate a lot of stuff that other people have been saying as well. So it does seem that um, there was a crescendo of um, kind of a lot of new agey sort of ascension material that's very fluffy and didn't really, um, didn't really get to the point and it just seemed to lead people into apathy, I think, a lot of it anyway, and no action. But there seems to be a lot more people like yourself coming forward with a, a similar thing now that's more pragmatic. If you, if you know, if you want to help yourself in the present day, keep it simple, stupid is, is the motto. All you've got to do is meditate, literally. You, you, you sit three, four times a week, 20 minutes at a time. That will change you as a conscious being. Or go into prayer. And I think what happens to spiritual people, they forgot and they forget to go to church literally to sit in some of these holy buildings because they were placed for reasons and that reason, that divinity lays within some of these places and it's something we pull away from. We think that is neither here nor there anymore and we forget what prayer is about and why this was given to us. So it just comes back to, you know, fundamental beliefs in who you are what you are and taking it from there yeah okay all right so basically if people want to find out more about you they can visit your website yeah uh, yep. visit the website can um, come and see this awakening there is more planned for next year but um i'm walking in a way where i'm never too sure knowing which way this is going to turn as yet yeah okay all right. Well, I mean, obviously, we might have to catch up with you at a future date in maybe next year to see how things are. That's okay. Yeah, that would be lovely. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Well, thank you very much, Susan. That's all right. You're it's welcome. It's been, been a pleasure speaking to you. And, and to you. Thank, and to you. Thank you very okay. much. Okay. Bye-bye. Oh.